Listener Production. That's quite enough. Just shut your mouth. I don't give a stuff. It shush, please. Yes, I can hear. But I don't care. That's enough already. Hey, it's me, Ursula, and I'm currently on tour in the UK and Ireland, but I didn't want you to forget me or my beautiful, sultry voice. So in my absence, I wanted to share interviews that are featured in some of my fellow podcasting friends. This is a great chat I had with Matt and Alex on their podcast, Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. In this episode, I share some very interesting stories about my time living in South Africa involving a lion and my carport. But what's more triggering than that, you ask? The time I met my hero, and it didn't go to plan. Take a listen. Joining us live from New Zealand, someone whose Netflix stand-up comedy special Overqualified Loser is out now. It's Ursula Carlson. Hello, Ursula. Hello, boys. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Not as good oh, as you with your good old country going there in New Zealand. It in. <laughs> I were gigging. I hosted a show with 700 essential workers, and they were, they don't know each other. They're just sitting there shoulder to shoulder. In a big field near Mount Cook or in a room? No, in a room. Oh! In a theatre. And then we would just hold hands and we kiss each other on the mouth. It was beautiful. <laughs> Goodness me. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Well, we're very jealous of, because uh, you're in Auckland right now, yeah? I am. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're extremely jealous of you. I mean, you've just released a brand new Netflix show. It's, it's, it's incredible. And it's an incredible achievement. And it feels like you just blew up about four, five, six years ago, suddenly on this worldwide scale. You, you, you're you one of Australia's most popular comedians, let alone the world. Before we get started on the new show, though, I am i don't think I've ever asked you about Ursula before comedy. What what was what was your world before comedy? You see, before comedy. <laughs> um, before COVID. I, I used to work in advertising. I was a oh, designer. Okay. Yeah. Right. And in South Africa, I used to work for the newspaper, but in the, like, I was their production manager, did a lot of ads for them and stuff. And yeah, then when I moved to New Zealand, I just kind of fell into comedy. Did you work, did you grow up on a nature reserve? That's what I've, I've read that. On a game farm, yeah. Our farm in Gualala, which means where leopards rest, borders on Kruger National Park. Oh, wow. So the animals just come back and forth. It's great. So you actually you you could see them quite regularly. It was just a just a thing that happened. Yeah, and all we wanted to do when we were little is so can we just go to the beach? We <laughs> want to know what it's like to get some sand in our butt cracks. And my mom's like, you know, other kids don't grow up with the elephants and the giraffes. And, the, and I'm like, yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I want to swim with sharks. Exactly. <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, I went to Africa last year and the, the tour guide said they have zebras that come up to their kitchen window and stuff recently. So it was similar to you. You had animals yeah. wandering through the, the fence in the backyard. You know what? I'm still looking. My mum has a photo that she took and with still one of those <laughs> windy up cameras, you know, that, that you sort of push the button. And without the flash, if you wanted a flash, it's a whole other kit that you had to buy and you could put it in. But we didn't have that flash camera we just had the normal click 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 one um there was a lion and they stayed in our carport for about four days <laughs> just because made... they had this massive feed and then just didn't leave so <laughs> the thing is when you have a lion in the carport you're not going anywhere 
You're not going swimming. You're not going anywhere. That was your COVID back in the day. It was uh, lockdown because there's a lion in the carport. What is the vibe there in the city? How how are people feeling about uh, where things are? Well, we're back to normal because there's no community transmission. There's zero. There's no cases. The only cases we have is new people coming in, you know, returning to New Zealand from countries where the the states were, um, and then bringing coronavirus with them. But then they in quarantine, they contained and, you know, so, but there's nothing in the community. So we're just going back to normal. We're just doing whatever we do. We're all back at work. We can go clubbing, drinking. People are hooking up with strangers again. It's great. So did you did you ever do a test? Because I had to do one. They, they, you know, they get pretty intense with the swab. But um, the last time I think we saw each other in person, you had done a, you'd done a different sort of, sort of swab test. You'd done a, a, an ancestry Test. Oh, yeah. 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 That was really interesting. <laughs> Why? Um, what, what was that about? No, well, uh, no, because they don't swab. You have to spit into this test tube. But the thing is, you can't eat or drink anything because it affects the test, right? I think you've <laughs> descended like... from a potato or something like that because <laughs> yeah. you've been eating yeah. chips. <laughs> Salt and vinegar. That's <laughs> <laughs> so like, all right. I, I then, I think, all right. So you can't eat or drink anything for like an hour, and then you have to fill this whole tube with spit. Do you know how dry it is? Like <laughs> trying to get spit because it's mainly foam. Them and, and you're like, I'm not getting a clear taste with this. I need like a proper, you know. It was real intense, but it was very interesting. Would, what that, were the, what would were that the be results? allowed to be done nowadays? Like putting spit in a jar and sending it off? I don't. Would, that would be not allowed yeah. with the current circumstances. They're still sending it to a lab. Like I didn't send it to a guy in his shed. He goes, Gary, who your best? Just sipping it and swishing it around and being like, it was like yeah, yeah and taste. Oh, yeah, I can pick up of... some um, some African <laughs> notes there. I can pick up a bit of pine. I think it's North Island. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the, the Netflix show. I mean, this is one of the greatest achievements you can have, really, as a comedian at this time. And um, what was it like? Where did you film it? How did you feel about the show? And Well, I... Um, I was very nervous leading up to it. Not as nervous as my manager. I thought she was going to combust. I actually invested in a dart gun for her. I thought I'm going to have to get her off a wall at some point. Um, but I filmed it in Melbourne at the Athenaeum because it's kind of weird. Like they go, where do you want to film it? So, of course, you know, initially I was like somewhere in Auckland. But then I thought, weirdly, Melbourne has become a home game for me. You know, I feel like Melbourne is kind of, you know, where I feel more at home with my comedy and, um, you know, sort of those where I did the hardest work early on. But when it started paying off, I just, I kind of fell in love with Melbourne in a way that I can't describe to people who haven't been through it. Well, Melbourne fell in love with you. You were the, you broke the record for the highest selling comedy act at a festival ever in 2019. That must have been incredible. Yeah, I, I didn't know about that till on the day. When when um, they said I have to go to the thing, I'm like, really? That that was it. So I was really <laughs> blown away by that. But that, that's why I was like, I'm going to film it in Melbourne. And now, once the special came out last night, actually, uh, we were looking at the other people that are on it, and there's some other Aussie comics on Netflix, but I'm the only one that filmed in Australia. Oh. Interesting. All the other films in America. So. Although, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. So I think I Hannah Gadsby. Yeah. Hannah Gadsby filmed at the Opera House, I think. 
one. Yeah, so okay, fifty percent. <laughs> well, you're probably the only one. You're probably the only one who filmed in Melbourne. That's for sure. Which is uh, it's a great testament to your reception there. So if you are watching Ozilla Carlson's Overqualified Loser on Netflix, listen out for the laughs in an Australian accent. You'll be able to hear it. It's pretty distinctive. The Australian laugh, I would say. Oh, yeah, and I, I immediately say I'm in Melbourne, and this is why people love gigging in Melbourne because mm. it's so great. I think I should get the keys to the city. Not now. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, right now you can have them. <laughs> Dan Andrews, the Premier will be uh, passing them to you, I think. It's, he's had a bit of trouble. This will be this will be like after I hired a house for New Year's and <laughs> destroyed the joint and when the real estate agent came back, you're just like, yeah, have fun <laughs> yeah. with that, I'm out. Invoice so. me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this is like when your dad buys a Ferrari and you're like, oh, my gosh, can I have that Ferrari? And then he writes it off and gives you the key and goes, yeah, you can have it now. That's if you can get the Ferrari out of the carport and there's not a lion in the way. Um, <laughs> well, hello there, Midnight Kitchen Lurker. Matt and Alex here with you for another Midnight Snack and we're very stoked to be having on the show uh, here for your uh, for your snacking pleasure uh, the incredible comedian Ursula Carlson. Hey, Ursula. Hello, boys. Just here in the kitchen. Thank you, exactly. Thank you very much for uh, for popping by by the um, fridge. Um, we, you, when we, you are having a midnight snack, you never want people to walk in on you and catch you mm, having a little... That's so awkward. Yeah, it's rough. Because usually you're stealing their food. That's why you're doing it at that time. Yeah. And so. And you're never eating in a nice and polite way. You don't take little <laughs> bites. You're always slamming it in. Oh, it's no. like, how can I do this without any cutlery? Because you're not going to midnight snack sitting down at the kitchen table with your knife and fork. No, it's cold lasagna handfuls in your mouth. <laughs> do you know what I hate is um, <clears throat> walking and eating? Like yesterday I had a little pork tonkotsu sandwich which was delicious, but I was walking along and and I was just had stuff dribbling down my fingers oh, and, and cars driving past. You just feel so shameful. Uh, I don't, don't want to see people walk and eat or, or walk and smoke. It's just a weird look. It's just and like, yeah, you're supposed to be taking your time to do those things, you know? Yeah. Anyways, uh, we are here in the, in the dim lighting of a open fridge door. Um, just having a little snack with uh, Ursula. So. And what we do here, Ursula, it's just a single question that we ask you that we source from the listeners. If you would like to uh, ask a question, feel free. Just chuck one on our Instagram or uh, hit our Discord as well. The link is in the gram bio. But Ursula, your question for today, what's your weirdest celebrity encounter? All right, where's a time where you've, you've run into someone quite well-known and uh, something odd has occurred? Well, uh, it was Melbourne Comedy Festival. Was it about four or five years ago? And Wanda Sykes was in town. Ooh, oh, big fan of Wanda. I am hands down the biggest Wanda Sykes fan. Hands down. So anyway, I sort of saw the whole festival, and I'm too scared to go talk to her. And I'm so just around, scared. like you'd see her one night out somewhere yeah, and yeah. just like, walk past. She was at cabinet bar having a drink while I was there, you know, because I followed her. And you know, so <laughs> 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 while you were behind a pot plant somewhere, just <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into details, but because her, know. her on her on um, Curb Your Enthusiasm as well. Like before Curb, she's amazing, but in Curb, I just love her so much. You know where I fell in love with her when she did the New Adventures of Old Christine. Oh, oh yeah. wow, yeah, yeah. My, I, I was love at first sight. I was like, okay, this woman is my inspiration. <laughs> I love her. I'm, you know, I'm going to marry her one day. Read about our wives anyway. Or at least be best friends, but definitely with something going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, um, I 
you know, I left, I went to the artist bar after my show one night and I was alone in the bar and someone ordered a drink next to me, a white wine, and I looked up and it's Wanda. And I looked and it's just me and her and the bar person in the bar, in the whole bar. You're never going to get a better opportunity than that. <laughs> no, and I'm like, you know what? Seize the moment if you don't say something now. And I just looked at her and I said, uh, oh, my God, you're Wanda Sykes. I just want to say I'm a huge fan of your work. I think you're an amazing comedian. And she turned to me and said, F- off. <gasps> what? Yeah. F- off. Really? And I went, okay. <laughs> but she's had a few white wines at this point. I <laughs> and it scarred me. It, it hurt me so much. I just left my drink and I, I left. I, I listened to And then last year in Montreal at Dave Chappelle's show, who I'm also a huge fan of, and I was chatting to Dave Chappelle and he let me sit on stage with Nazim. And when I sat down, who comes to sit next to me? <gasps> yeah, but Wanda Wow. <laughs> anyway, so um, I didn't say anything about the incident, you know, before we were you know, everyone was sober at this point. <laughs> and then afterwards we had such a good time. We had a few drinks in the green room and then she hugged me and she goes, your hair smells amazing. And I said, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you could do no wrong and uh, nothing's ever happened between us ever. And, yeah. <laughs> and I immediately told my friend, I went, forget everything you ever said about me. <laughs> oh, redemption tastes so sweet, Ursula Carson. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Matt and Alex's Midnight uh, Snack. We really appreciate it. Uh, and definitely check out Ursula's Netflix special, Overqualified Loser. It's up right now. Uh, Ursula, you're a champion of all... And we'll catch you next time. I love you. (laughs) Your hair smells so good. I did. I just went, I love you. (laughs) You can download Madden Alex's All Day Breakfast daily on the Listener app. As for me, I'll catch you again with fresh new guests and episodes from February. And don't forget to check out UrshlaCarlson.com for all my upcoming tour dates. I know you're obsessed with me. Go on. Take a look. Ow. Thanks for listening to this episode of That's Enough Already, hosted by me, Ursula Carlson, and produced by Natalie Turner. The supervising producer was Nick McClure, and special thanks to Ella Leaf and Big Sutherland. Couldn't do it without you, gals. If you like this podcast, remember to subscribe, share it with all of your friends, tell your mum, tell your sister, don't tell that annoying brother of yours, you know, but definitely share it with a friend. 